0: We are on Yevamos Dalid Amr Aleph 4a2 in the Archbroll Gemara. We are in the middle of a discussion. It's sort of a, a side tangent to the topic of Essay Duchalos The Gemara asked the question how do we know what's the source that a positive commandment, that an Asse, overrides a negative commandment? Meaning, when you have a situation where in order to fulfill the positive commandment, you have to violate a negative commandment that we say that uh, you should fulfill the positive commandment and at the same time violate the negative commandment. So the Gemara gave its first suggestion based on a concept called smuchin, based on two verses in the Torah that are right next to each other, shatnez and tzitzis. And so we we expounded upon this juxtaposition by saying that if you have tzitzis where there is shatnez, the prohibition of shatnez, Of having wool and linen together, and that is the pair of tittis that you have that you have on, then that you have in front of you. So then you're allowed to you're allowed to fulfill the mitzvah of tittis, the positive commandments of tittis, even though at the same time it is a violation of shatness. So the gemara then went on a tangent on that and discussed whether we even apply the principle of smuken. Do we ever expound upon verses that are juxtaposed to each other? And we, this is a dispute, this is a machlokas as to whether or not we do have this principle of smuchin. But even according to the opinion that we do not have it, which is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda, which we discussed um, last in the last recording, that he does not apply the principle of smuchin to the four, first four books of the Torah. However, he does apply it to the fifth book, to what we call Mishnah Torah, the fifth book of the Torah of Devarim. And what we're going to do for this recording is just prove that Rabbi Huda does apply the principle of Smuchin to when it comes to the book of Devarim. So the Gemara says, we're on the first column here in the Arshul of 4A2. How do we know that Rabbi Huda, even though he does not expound upon just juxtapositions for the rest of the Torah, that he does do so for the fifth book? Ditsnan, We learned in a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah later on in Yevamos that says as follows: We have the following dispute. So we know that a man cannot marry his father's wife, meaning a stepmother, or his son's wife, a daughter-in-law. However, what about in a situation where they're not married, but the father just has uh, seduces a woman, or just has you know has relations with sexual relations with a woman, or he raped another woman, or your son. What happens if your your son just has out out of not within the context of a marriage has sexual relations with another woman, or or uh, rapes another woman? How do we know what's the story with that? Is are is are you allowed to marry uh, that woman or not? So the first opinion says that. You are. It's permissible to marry such a woman, whether it's your, it's uh, the woman that your your father uh, had relations with or raped, or your son had a relationships, relationship with or raped. It's permissible. That's the first opinion. However, Rabbi Yehuda is of the opinion that when it comes to your father, not when it comes to your son, but when it comes to your father, if your father raped a woman or uh, had relations with another woman outside of the context of a marriage, so then it is forbidden according to Rabbi Yehuda. It's forbidden for you to go ahead and marry such a woman. So the question is, why? What's what's this dispute about? What are they arguing about? Rab says, my taima to Rabbi Yehuda. What is the reason of Rabbi Yehuda? Why would Rabbi Yehuda say that this is forbidden? Where is he coming from? And so the answer is going to be that it's based on this concept called smukhan, that he's going to expound upon two. Verses that are right next to each other. D'chsev, that is written in the book of Dvarim. Again, this only applies to the book of Dvarim according to Rabbi Yehuda. One verse says, it says as follows. The verse says, The phrase, that the verse in the Torah which says that you are not allowed to marry uh, your father's wife, your stepmother, that is, there are two phrases for that. The first phrase says, a, a man should not marry the wife of his father, but then it says, V'lo k'naf aviv, that you should not uncover the k'naf, the robe of your father. And what's that referring to? K'naf shira aviv yigale, that a son should not uncover, should not have relations with the robe that his father saw. Meaning, that's it's, uh, it's a phrase to refer to uh, the woman with whom his father was intimate with, with uh, the one that he had relations with. And we're going to see according who did that is outside the context of a marriage. And the Gemara asks, how, does it, how do we know that? How do we know that that phrase is referring to outside the context of a marriage? How do we know that that's uh, referring to a case uh, where the father raped another woman? So that's from the principle of Smuchin. From the preceding verse. What is the context? What is the ver- the previous verse referring to? As it is written one verse said is discussing the laws what happens what what's what's the punishment and what happens next after a man uh, rapes another woman and then right after that it says that a person shouldn't marry his father's wife and you shouldn't marry some, the uh, you shouldn't have relations with the robe of his father So sirhuda says that that second phrase the robe of his father is referring to the previous verses of Topic in the previous verses discussion, which is the discussion about a rape. So that's what how Rabbi Yudhi says. Rabbi Yudhi says we apply the principle of Smuchen when it's discuss when it's within the book of Dvarm, the fifth book of the Torah. And we see this from the fact that he says that we 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 could we could prove uh, from Smuchen that you're your father, you're, pro, you're prohibited to be with your, to have relations with your father's wife, but also, who's your stepmother, but also with anybody that your father seduces outside the context of a marriage, and also anybody that your father rapes. The question is, but that there's a dispute about this, or of that opinion. We, we quoted a few minutes ago that in the Mishnah, the first opinion, the Tanakama, the majority are of the opinion that, there's no such prohibition. So where are they coming from? Vrabanan. what do the majority hold? The majority of the rabbis, what do they hold? So what are the what do the majority hold? They say that no, we also apply the principle of smuchen of expounding upon two verses that are juxt, 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 juxtaposed to each other. However, this is slightly different. This is according to Yehuda, what are we connecting? We're connecting a previous verse to the second half of the next verse. It's to the second phrase of the next verse. The verse says, first, a person shouldn't marry his father's wife, and then it says you should also not uncover the robe of his father. That's the second half of the verse. So the Rabbanan, the first opinion, they argue and they say, No, we we cannot apply this print this form of expounding of, of smuchin in this situation because. We only apply it when it's the end of one verse to the beginning of the next verse. But over here, it's the second half of the second verse. So then we cannot apply this principle of expounding juxtaposed verses. Rabbi Huda clearly says that we could, we could do that since they are two verses that are one after another. Even if it's referring to the second half of the verse, we could still expound and connect the two verses together. Okay. So what we're left with is that, according to Rabbi Huda, the second half of this phrase, this this unclear phrase of "v'lo yigalek knaf aviv," it's unclear what it's exactly what it's referring to. Rabbi Yehuda says that you cannot uncover the robe of your father. What is that referring to? It's referring to uh, when your father uh, has relations with a woman, either seduces a woman or rapes another woman uh, outside the context of marriage. That's according to Rabbi Huda. The Gemara now asks, well, according to the Rabbanon, according to the first opinion. What do they do with that phrase? What is that What is that phrase referring to? It cannot just be an additional phrase to be referring to your father's wife. That's extra. What is it referring to? So the answer, a very interesting answer. It says, It's referring to a shomeris Yavam. We'll explain what that is in a second. What is the case of shomeris Yavam? We're now moving on to 4A3. In the art scroll, shomeris Yavam is basically the situation where your father... Your uncle passed away, your father's brother passed away without any children, and he was married. And so now your father is in the situation where he has this connection to his sister-in-law where he should be either doing yibam or chalitza. We call that person, that situation, that, that woman, a shomeris yavam. She's waiting for uh, yibam. So yibam has not yet occurred. But your father now is in this sort of relationship uh, with his sister-in-law, your aunt, meaning your uncle's wife, uh, your aunt, and because of that relationship, even though they haven't even had—they're not married yet—they didn't—they didn't do yibum; they haven't had any uh, sexual marital relations. Nothing. Nevertheless, just by the very fact that they have this sort of connection, so then that automatically makes an additional prohibition for the son. It's like it's like it's it's a quasi marriage between you're the, the son's father and this Shomer Shavim, and this woman, the sister-in-law, where Yibam might take place, where there's this uh, mitzvah to do Yibam, even though they could still do Chalitza. There's this potential for Chalitza, but since Yibam could take place, there's already some sort of connection. We, we already create a connection here between the father and the sister-in-law, the father's sister in law Okay, the Gemara points out that there are really now two prohibitions for this son. A son, a person is prohibited to uh, marry one's aunt, one's father's brother's wife, there's a prohibition to marry your aunt. And that exists even after the uncle passes away. You're still prohibited to marry your father's brother's uh, wife. So there's already an, a pre-existing prohibition here. The point of the Torah is to tell us that there's an additional prohibition. Not just You're not just prohibited because it's your aunt, your uncle's wife, but there's also a prohibition here because there's a connection with your father and this woman now. That there's a... Because they're in a situation where there might be yibum, there's already that connection. That connection already exists even before yibum takes place. A really interesting idea that there's a, already a, a connection there. This connection is what we call Zika. We're going to come up. It's going to come up later on in the tractate, but it's called Zika. because there's that connection. There's an additional prohibition for the son to have relations with that ant. A, it's the ant, and B, there's a connection with the father. The father, it's now. The father's Shomeris Yovam, it's the father's, has now a connection to that sister-in-law because they might perform the mitzvah of Yibam. Okay, that's what the Gemara says in terms of, in terms of that. The Gemara now asks, torah, What is, what is the reason in the fifth book, according to Behuda, we can only expound upon two verses that are next to each other uh, in the fifth book. And the question is why? Why? What? Are the, basically, why could we? Is it? Does this apply to all verses in the fifth book? Does it apply to a limited number of verses in the fifth book? What, what exactly is the reason that we're allowed to expound upon uh, these verses here? And it's asking specifically in the case that we just discussed about for Rabbi Huda about uh, your your father if he if he has relations with another woman outside the context of marriage, you are still prohibited to to marry excuse me to marry such a woman. So the Gemara gives two answers. It says, The verse either has to be, it has to be evident that it was placed there, it should not have been placed there next to that verse, but it was specifically placed there out of context, not in the right order, so that you could expound upon it. That's one answer. If you have that, then you could expound upon it. The second answer is because it's extra. There's something extra about that verse. Since there's something extra about that verse, it's there to tell you that you're able to expound upon the two verses that are juxtaposed to each other. And the gemara explains, either either because it is self, it's evident, it's it's clear, it's out of context. Why, in our case, the the main place where the Torah discusses the uh, the prohibition of 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 having relations with relatives, with close relatives is found in the book of Vayikra, in the book of Leviticus. It is not found in Devarim. So the fact that, in the fifth book, the fact that they leave it to the fifth book, they, they add it on to the fifth book, so it's there to teach you. It's, it's evident, it's clear, that they didn't put it in its proper context. They left it for the fifth book to teach you that we could apply this principle of smoothness, of expounding upon two verses that are next to each other. That is the first explanation. So again, Within Mishnah Torah, within this fifth book, when are you allowed to expound upon two verses that are next to each other? The first answer is because it's clear. We place it there even though it's really not in its proper context. And that applies in our example because Arayos, the prohibition to have relations with relatives, really is mostly found in Vayikra, the book of Leviticus. The fact that we bring it here is to teach us that we can apply this principle of smuchan, of expounding upon two verses that are next to each other. Just once we're on the topic parenthetically, uh, I heard that Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, he asks, why specifically was Yibam, one of one of the verses is discussing Yibam, why is Yibam in the context? Now let's hold, hold off on, on Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky's explanation, let's go on in the Gemara. The Gemara says, <laughs> The second explanation is, it's not because it's uh, out of context, that, therefore we see that we're allowed to expound upon the verse. Rather, it's because something is extra, superfluous. There's something extra within the verse. What's extra within the verse? There's something extra here. What's What's extra here? What's extra is that we have two phrases. One phrase says that you're not allowed to marry your... Father's wife, your stepmother. There's another verse that says you can't uncover the robe of your father. The fact that there's an extra verse extra phrase there that's coming to tell us, well, we should expound upon something here. There's an additional prohibition here. We don't it's unclear what that prohibition is. Once it's unclear, so then it's teaching us that, according to Rebehuda, that you're allowed to expound upon the previous from the previous verse to teach us what the phrase is of that you shouldn't uncover the robe of your father. So the Gemara concludes by saying that when is it that we're allowed to expound upon verses? Either when it's two two answers. One and The first answer is, if it's muhach, if it's evident based on the order, it's really found in, its, in the wrong place. It's found in the wrong place to teach you that we are really, it could expound upon the previous verse to teach you something about that law. The second explanation of the Gemara is because there's something superfluous. There's something superfluous within the verse to teach you that Uh, We're adding on, on. we we could expound upon the previous verse to teach us something new about the current verse. Okay, we are now on top of Dalam Vez of 4b, and we will continue with the discussion of the Gemara in the next recording.